Hey, I'm Megan Copeland. And I'm Kendra Bartlett, and this is the His Beloved of Texas podcast. So we're two moms that live across the street from each other. Together, we have 10 kids, and we love our Catholic faith. We lead a women's group in Austin, Texas called His Beloved of Texas, where our goal is just to bring women to sit at the feet of Jesus. This podcast was born out of the pandemic. We were stuck at home and still wanted to minister, and so we decided to start sharing stories of how God has worked in our lives and in the lives of our friends. And here we are today, season three. Three. And our hope for this podcast is that you hear stories of joy, stories of heartache, but through all of it, you see Jesus and you know that there's hope. There's hope for us because God is walking every step of the way. We laugh, we cry, we say some crazy things. What is the thing you want to tell us, Kendra? Oh, I really enjoy folding fitted sheets. (laughs) And I think that's crazy. (laughs) We're so glad you're here. Join us. Hey, Kendra. Hi, Megan. How's it going? Good. It's been um, how long? Since two days before Christmas, right? Since we've seen each other? Yeah. Well, we've seen each other from afar. Like in passing? Yes. From afar. We we live across the street from each other. Yes. So we don't usually go that long. (laughs) But, you know, COVID. Yes. So much fun. Yeah. And so Megan's family um, got hit with COVID. Two days before Christmas or the Christmas day. Christmas is day. When, yeah, we yeah. all left. Y'all left yeah. for Christmas and then y'all so found out while y'all were there. We went and saw my family. Yeah. We warned them. Um, but yeah, and then Christmas morning, Chad yeah. tested positive and we were like, Oh, okay, yeah. we'll go home. And yeah. but luckily it was a really mild case because Good. we were worried with all of our weird medical stuff, yeah. what would happen. Yeah. So it's actually been nice. We've had, you know, like fourteen days at home so far. And in 14 um, days since Megan and I have been able to talk. Yeah. So there's and that. We've watched a lot of Survivor. <laughs> I was going to say, oh, yeah, I wanted you to tell them because COVID is, you know, it's going a little crazy right now again. So yeah. um, for those of you that maybe are in the thick of it right now, Megan has a great idea yeah. of how so to get through it. When the pandemic first happened, Chad was sick at the very beginning. Do you remember that? Like he was sick yeah. the day that everything shut down. Yeah. And he didn't get to go to the girls play and all of that. And he was really sick. And I was like, well, why don't you try this show? He'd never heard of Survivor in his life. Uh-huh. But he loves survival things. And so he watched like two or three seasons. Yeah. Those first couple of days. <laughs> That's yeah. funny. Seasons, not episodes. And so then we started watching it as a family. And we watched like 34 seasons. <laughs> Of Survivor. Not, not in the past seven days. No, or that's been quarantine. since okay, so like 2020. Okay, that's, 2020, that's a lot still. No, in, in like three months. Wow. We watched like 30-something that's seasons. So and then we ran out of uh-huh. Survivor because we couldn't get any more on the TV or whatever. Yeah. So then we discovered you can watch it on Paramount+. Plus. Oh. And uh, so this week, it's almost been like going back to like our beginning pandemic shutdown days where like we can only be together as a family. And none of us were really sick at this point. We really weren't sick more than like a day or two. Yeah. So we just had a whole bunch of family time. So we started watching a, it was season 40 and it was all 20 winners and they come back to compete again. Uh-huh. And of course we know most of these people. And so we did a survivor fantasy draft like you would for football. I love like, that. <laughs> it was your friend. Actually, I have some friends who used to do this. They would meet like and watch it live uh-huh. and all together every single like Tuesday night or whatever night it came on and do their survivor fantasy draft. Isn't that fun? I'm like, if I had the time to like get together with people. (laughs) I knew people that did that for the bachelorette. Yes. the bachelor. Isn't that fun? But this was like husbands and wives together. Yeah. It was a really fun idea. That's cute. So anyway, so we um, bet money and 
somehow Chad and I end up like losing everything. Actually, Chad <laughs> won a ton, and but then the kids end up still getting all the money, which I don't really understand how that works. At the That's end, we so start funny. like, oh, you run out of people here. You can have one of mine. <laughs> so it was really fun. So now okay. we're on our second season of Survivor Fantasy. Okay. We watched a whole season in like That's a so day funny. and a half, I think. That's so funny. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's pretty entertaining though. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I haven't seen you. And I so know. we both have like all this stuff that God is doing in our hearts. Yes. And we actually got to see each other outside for a minute yesterday and Kendra started to tell me and I was like, no, don't tell me. Yeah. <laughs> tell me on the podcast. Wait. Till we Wait. record. <laughs> let me, let me hit record first. Yeah. But then I came back and I saw your text message. Oh. So I actually know your word. Cause it came Oh, up. I said it. You texted it to oh, me. Oh, shoot. <laughs> Rats. Dang it. I wanted to have Just like a full surprise. surprise. But I did go <gasps> when I read it. So. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Yes. Okay. It definitely, yeah, it got me. So yeah. I'm excited. So I want to know. Like, I, I just have a feeling this whole episode is just going to be a big fat what God is doing in our mm-hmm. hearts episode. So let's just. Let's just go. Let's go. Megan. And he's doing a lot. I'm so curious. I know God is working in your heart big time. And uh, yeah, he's doing so much. He's doing so much. I feel so like much. he's preparing us <clears throat> for a lot. Um, mm-hmm. He's calling us to a level of like prayer and dedication yeah. deeper than we've ever maybe done before. And refinement, I feel like yeah. for me, for me. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. So there was, whenever I tell my story of Livy, I always talk about in 2017 when I did the Nineveh 90 is what they called mm-hmm. it back then. Now it's had like 17 different names. There's like yeah. Exodus 90 and Fiat 90. and That's a vintage one. Also, I know. It was like the original. <laughs> and I only did... I didn't do all of it because it was a lot of fasting and you know, yeah, all that. I didn't do all that. But that was like a big life change moment for me really? was when I did that 90 days. Yeah. Uh-huh. And it was 90 days of praying the rosary every single day. Mm. And um, and that was like, it, it really was a, a change in our lives, a change in my prayer life. Yeah. And uh, so we have a friend who is starting a Fiat 90 group here. Mm-hmm. And, and she's a very prayerful, holy woman. And while she was praying for it, she saw Kendra and I individually in prayer that we were supposed to be a part of it. Yeah. So we are starting Fiat 90. Yes. It's which is so scary. crazy. So tell it us what that scary. is. Well, what? Tell us what that is. <laughs> oh, so um, I don't know if I can really do it justice. So I can't either. There's, what's, what's the one that Chris did? Chris did Exodus, Exodus. 90. Um, so you can go back and look at, listen to his episode because there were so many great things that came out of that. But it's just a period of kind of stripping down. And um, offering up um, mm, like for, for 90 days. And so it starts for, for us, it starts on January 12th and it's going to end at Easter. So it's mm-hmm. going to be kind of like an extended Lent. Um, and there's a number of different things that you um, commit to. And again, you, you can kind of customize it to what you can do and, or can't do or whatnot. Um, but just a couple of things like there's, there's physical things that you offer up. So, um, for Fiat 90, it's just three meals a day, no snacking, which is going to be hard for me. <laughs> um, no sugar, no adding anything into your coffee. Oh, um, I know. I know. It's going to be very <laughs> sad. Not sure about that one. <laughs> I know. Um, what are some other things? Exercising five days a yeah. week, but nothing, Nothing too strenuous. Right. So being mindful of that. Um, praying 30 to 60 minutes a day. Praying. Monthly confession. Yeah. And then also fasting on Wednesdays yes. and Fridays, which fasting is hard for Wednesdays me. I'm not sure I'm able to do all these things, but I'm yeah. trying to do the best yeah. I can. No, that's okay. Yeah, that's yeah. A, that's the point of it. It's just offering what you can. And, oh, you know what's going to be hard for me? Hmm. No unnecessary purchases. Oh. I told Chris about that, and he goes, woohoo. <laughs> 
It's so funny because there have been lengths where I have – oh, and no social media. Yes. There have been lengths where I have done one of these things, Uh and it's been a really fruitful, hard lint. Yes. Like, I had a lint where I didn't buy anything, and that was the year that my shoes all broke. Oh, that's right. And I only had one pair of shoes. That's right. (laughs) I had to wear them with everything. Yeah. And they were like white tennis shoes from my Halloween costume. (laughs) That's (laughs) so funny. one pair of shoes that fit me. So that was really hard. Uh Giving up social media – yeah. It's hard for some of us. Not so much for Kendra. She's already been off, but yeah. I'm like, somebody's got to run the His Beloved page. I know. I feel so bad. I'm <laughs> not real sure how that's going to well, work out. We'll stick with His Beloved. That'll, maybe you, that'll be for yeah. me just to commit more to that because I've just gone totally yeah. off social media. So for me, though, just getting on His Beloved is like a reason to scroll. Oh, God. So I may it, have yeah. to like unfollow everybody on His Beloved. <laughs> if you get unfollowed from His Beloved, don't be alarmed. That's just yeah. me trying to like not get distracted by your cute family. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> there's, there's much love there. Um, but no, there's like so many different things that just giving up one of these things would yeah. be a challenge. So yeah, I'm for excited sure, for it. For sure. I think it's going to be a breakthrough. Yeah. Um, it's kind of funny the way and just the timing of it all. I just, so for me and my prayer life and relationship with God, I've always envisioned it as, um, like it's dark all around, but there's a lamppost in front of me and that's the direction I know to walk. And so mm-hmm. it's lit and I go there and do whatever God wills, whatever it may be. Um, and then I just wait for the next lamppost to get lit. And so that's, mm-hmm. that's kind of how I travel along this path. Just, of course I go off the path cause I'm human and stubborn, but, um, I try to look for the lamppost. And so, um, lately I have realized that I am 100% addicted to sugar. Like mm. not just, I like sugar and I want to eat it, but whenever, like I even set parameters for myself and whenever um, like, okay, I'm just going to, you know, eat it on Sundays. And so when I would, I would go overboard because I could, you know, mm. um, and it's become very unhealthy. And so there's just, just been this major internal struggle within me of like, why can't I get this under control? Um, and so the fact that this is part of it, and then also with some health stuff that I've been dealing with, my doctor and I decided that I was going to you know, get back on, on the train of exercising. Um, and so this is part of it too. It's like mm-hmm. all these little things. It's like, it's like God is, um, like I'm one of many cat. This sounds really bad, like cattle. And I'm, he's directing me into the cattle trough to go, yeah, you know, like, in this on. specific direction. And so I know it's going to be a lot of refinement, um, but I'm so ready. And the fact that I'm going to be able to do it with community is mm-hmm. huge and super helpful. Um, yeah. When I first got fire, the email, she emailed fire. me first and asked me if I would lead the group. And I was like, I don't even think I want to do this. <laughs> I definitely don't want to lead the group, and I'm pretty sure I am not. This is not what I'm called to do. This is no, no, no. Pick somebody else. Um, I'm still not leading the group. I don't think I'd be very good at that. But it's funny the way that God has like softened my heart to it mm. over the last three or four weeks. Yeah, I have just that analogy that you just gave. That image, I just this beautiful image of the like, cattle or the lamp. No, post. not the cattle. That one's <laughs> okay. not so pretty. <laughs> okay. The lamp post yeah. one. I just have this like beautiful image of like kind of like a dark hazy night with that mm. lamp in front. Yeah. And how that's what we're called to. And then all of these other things end up like adding extra lights and glare on mm. the path. Yeah. Like distraction, like almost like Vegas, like flashing lights yeah. on the sides. Yeah. And that doing this allows us to like extinguish those lights yeah. so that we can like have darkness again and see where we're called to be. Does I that love make sense? that. Yeah. That's completely. where I thought you were going to go with it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but completely. I don't know. And so part of it too is the prayer piece. I mean, that's probably yeah. the piece that I'm the most focused on. Like I definitely mm-hmm. want to do the exercising and, and the fasting and, 
you know, not, not fasting, but sacrificing, mm-hmm. but the prayer piece, because mm-hmm. the last time I dedicated myself to 90 days of prayer like that was huge for me. Yeah. And, um, what's been kind of recurring for me is this Bible in a year. Yeah. And, um, and I started the Bible. Okay. I've started the Bible in the year, two years in a row. Yeah. I figured out. And I don't make it very far. I don't either. <laughs> but I feel like this will make me continue, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. I have yeah. to at it least for 90 days. Like this is yeah. my, it's like my jumping off point for the year. Yeah. Um, and so I have started, uh, my girlfriends from high school, uh, we have like a little text message thread that goes back and forth. And so one of them said, hey, I did this Bible in a year last year and it was really fruitful and like really changed my heart. And would you guys like to join in with me? And so we're on day five now and it's been so fun. And we're having like this little messages going back and forth. And then I, and so that's what the Bible recap Uh uh, with Tara Lee Cobble. And then I go back and listen to Father Mike. So I'm like, yeah, like double Bible. And it's, it's been really fun. So I just really feel like God's like pushing me towards something. Mm. Um, and that's been really cool. That's so cool. Um, that made me think about, um, with the whole sugar and exercising thing for me and even just my prayer prayer time, like one of the biggest frustrations um, for me has been just staying motivated. Yeah. And um, I forget what I was looking up. I was looking up something regarding working out or whatever. Um, And this workout coach lady, she said, don't rely on motivation, rely on discipline. Mm. And that has been so clear for me of these next 90 days of it's going to really be flexing our discipline muscles. Mm. Um, I mean, that's why, that's why in scripture, the Lord tells us to pray and fast, right? You know, it's powerful and it, and it works our discipline so that we can mm-hmm. continue to regularly pray. And, um, so I know that I'm super weak in that area and this is going to really help build those muscles oh, like just to continue afterwards to commit, you know? Well, the only time I can stick to a plan like that, like New Year's resolutions never work for me. Yeah. And um, even like workout plans and diet plans and things yeah. like that never work for me. But Lent is like the one time where me I can too. stay disciplined. And yeah. I think that's what it is. It's like, right. it's an act of prayer and an act of, I, yeah. I had not th- thought of the word discipline before, but it's yeah. like, it gives me a reason to keep going mm. and an act of obedience almost in a way. Yeah. So that's why I was like, yeah, if I'm going to work out, this is the only way it's going to happen. Yeah, right. As <laughs> if, if I'm working out for Jesus, this is the only yeah. way it's going to happen. Is if yeah. it's part of, if it's tied in with my prayer, if it's yeah. part of what God is calling me to, not just I want to, you know, yeah. look better or whatever. So yeah. I don't know. I'm excited about it. Yeah. So me how too. about, um, tell me about your word for the year. Oh, yeah. So um, I actually forgot all about praying for the word for the year. And um, you're always so good about doing it and then you share with me and it's like ah I it just popped in my head that. one day in mass i was Did like it? oh i should i should pray about that okay yeah. and then he like answered real fast i funny. love it i love it um so i've just been kind of you know perking my ears up and um and it comes at random times so we were driving home from somewhere i don't know and all of a sudden the word fearless came mm. into my heart and i was like what no that can't be it <laughs> Mm, I love it Sounds so a little, much. little bold, a little scary, you know, oh. and it just keeps coming and keeps coming. And so I'm, I'm the type that's like, I think I've told my veiling story on the podcast yeah. of, I'm just a stubborn daughter of God and mm. like, nope, not going to do it. Nope, not going to do it. And so fearless isn't my word. Fearless isn't my word. Yep, it is. It is. It is. And so it's, I'm excited oh. just to see the empowerment that comes with it and, um, <gasps> ooh, what's happening in your so, heart over there. Okay. 
I went back and listened to the episode where I told Chad's story. Remember I told you that? Did yeah. you ever go look back and listen to it? I didn't. No. Okay, so on that episode. You told me to. I told you to and you didn't listen to me. I didn't. Thanks I know. I didn't sorry. <laughs> That's I'm fine. Sorry. <laughs> no, on that episode, it's so funny how much has changed since then. That was in May. Mm-hmm. And I hadn't switched to the new parish yet. We hadn't like, yeah. it's just amazing what God has done in our lives and our friendships and our circles since mm-hmm. then. But you told this story of wanting to pray over people mm. and you were too scared. Yeah. That fear was holding you yeah. back. Yeah. He's calling you to be fearless. Yeah. That's- that was something that popped in my head whenever the word came to me and just all these little pieces of um, stepping into the unknown, like it's unknown for me and I'm curious about it and I know God is doing something in it, but now it's, yeah. It's happening. Yeah. I don't know. It's happening. Oh my gosh, it's so exciting. So So, along those same lines, another thing that's really big for us is, um, so I joined a new parish and, and this church just has this beautiful group of very spirit-filled people and Mm -hmm. they have a healing prayer ministry and that was Mm -hmm. part of what drew me to the church is they have healing masses and and our priest has a healing charism and anyways it's just a big part of who the church is and they started um, training for a new healing prayer team Mm -hmm. and so Kendra and I discerned and we're going to be in the training yes and I think both of us still feel like we want to be in the training. We want to learn, but we're not real sure we could actually do this. <laughs> right. We're not sure we could really like pray over people yeah. and be part of the healing team, but yeah. maybe we'll get there. Yeah. But I just, it's so funny how far God has brought you from that feeling yeah. of wanting to pray over people. And then now the connections that he gave us over the summer and all yeah. these people we came in contact with. It's and the lamppost. It's the lamppost. It totally it's like, is, yeah. It's amazing. Like, we didn't yeah. even know these women yeah. when we had that conversation. Yeah. It was almost like this just idea that sounded cool, mm-hmm. but it wasn't, there wasn't anything concrete to make it happen, right, you know? And right. now it's like God's given us these little steps to make it happen. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. Just cool. reflecting, reflecting on that and, and just, um, I think what's allowed that to happen for us to be able to say yes to it Mm -hmm. is us resting in the power of God and being still Mm -hmm. in allowing him to move into us just to watch and and then act. And then, you know what I mean? Yeah. And being completely open. Yeah. Just open to where. Women that walked into your life and then, you know, now I've gotten to meet them through you. Like, they're just solid, yeah, anchor women um, who I just, it, it's just such a gift to even um, get to sit at their feet and, yeah. and listen to, oh, you know, we have a couple of, how many sessions do we have? Like eight or nine sessions until, you know, from now yeah. until April. Um, but we just get to be discipled by them. Yeah. Oh, I'm so excited. Mm-hmm. Like, it's been so long since I have had the opportunity at a church to just go in and be fed. I've done a lot of, like, starting ministries and running ministries, which I love. Like, that is my – I get a lot of excitement and energy out of it for sure. But, man, I cannot tell you how excited I am to just – To receive. Yeah. I almost feel like we're getting, like, a mini, like, master's degree or something. Like, we're going to be, like, given so much, like, spiritual, um, like, oomph after all this. And – 
um, Neil Lozano is coming to St. Albert the Great for the Undone Retreat. And that's actually part of our training. We all have to go to it. And we get to go to a special session with him, yes, which is so, so cool. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, we have to read the book first, which you and yeah. I should start on that. <laughs> um, but all are welcome to the Neil Lozano t- Retreat uh, yeah, February, February something. something. <laughs> 14, 12. Yeah, I wanted to say 14, too. Maybe that's No, it. that's Valentine's. Yeah, it's not that's a Valentine's, right? right? No, let's go with it's 12. It's a Saturday, yeah. y'all. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Figure it Something out on the like calendar. There you go. There you go. Second Saturday. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's it's just, it's really interesting. And it, like she, like you said, I got to see um, these women the other day and they were just talking about random whatever. And they mm-hmm. were like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm making you wait, you know? And I was like, it's fine. I just want to sit and listen to you talk. <laughs> right. Like, even if we never get to like what we're supposed to be doing, I'm fine. I just want to hear yeah. you because they're like a stage ahead of us in life and in ministry yeah. and the mentorship piece is I, I don't think we've ever really had that no you I know so. and it's so yeah. neat to be mentored and then also have the opportunity yeah. for us to mentor yeah. younger girls too like yeah. it's just it's really cool I'm super yeah. excited so you want to share about your word yeah so my word it's funny because I think our words kind of go together too I mean I think God has yeah. like planned for us together yeah um but my word is fly and, uh, you know, I keep talking about birds. <laughs> I'm like not even a bird person. I don't know why that, I say it. About birds. About birds. Well, remember my whole thing about like the chickens? Uh-huh. About don't be a chicken? Yeah. About yeah. running around on the ground yeah. with your head cut off or yeah. something? I don't know. Or pecking at the... Pecking at the ground. At the ground, yeah. And instead be an eagle that's yeah. soaring. And um, so I think that's a big part of yeah. it is God's like yeah. saying, like, I want you to not be down on the ground where a lot, you know, there's a lot of spiritual attack that comes mm-hmm. at me, um, mm-hmm. medically wise, and then other directions. Um, pandas can be a really painful disease sometimes, and I swear the enemy twists it in just the mm-hmm. right way to cause the most amount of pain for me or for my family sometimes. And so, like, just having this perception of rising above like not being down there in the chaos and letting the chaos affect Mm -hmm. me but like coming up higher and seeing kind of the overall view of this is just a spiritual attack and it's gonna go away yeah and not letting spiritual attack cause me fear because Mm -hmm. it was like six months ago I was like maybe this isn't worth it maybe we shouldn't be doing ministry maybe it's just too hard for my family but instead now like taking a step back and being like I can get through this like this is just another bump in the road and it's a verb yeah so like that's, that's that's big too. It's, like a go. It's it's an action word for you. Yeah, like it is. Do it. Yeah. Let's go. So there's like a couple different like way things too. The other one is like, like it's time for us to fly. Mm. Like he wants us to to run and to yeah. go and yeah. to be fearless and to step out and do things that we would never have done before, which I think is like this prayer ministry. Like yeah, that if you would have told us a year or two ago, we would have a podcast and a prayer ministry and all the things like that would right. never have ne- never been on our. radars but like just the way the lord is moving in our ministry and in our Mm -hmm. own hearts and just like like it's time it's time to just say yes to whatever he's calling which is so fun (laughs) it's like my favorite thing i always have these like visions of just running with the lord and sometimes i run ahead of him and i have to slow back down and (laughs) and so i just feel like i've kind of been unleashed a little bit which is yeah which is really cool and then just all the the images too of the eagle and how the Mm -hmm. eagle doesn't flap its wings and um, 
cause things to happen. Mm. Like he just soars. Yeah. He gets to a soaring altitude and then he just soars on the wind. Mm -hmm. And like the breath of God is the wind, right? Like the Holy Mm -hmm. Spirit is the wind. And so this feeling of just like allowing my heart to rest and not to flap and to just like let God take it wherever he wants to take it. Yeah. So do you remember uh, maybe a couple months ago whenever um, so so this this has been a recurring theme for you? Yeah, it has, um, which is weird because I told you I'm not a bird person. Yeah, yeah. Um, but we were standing outside in the front yard and um, I don't remember exactly what had been going on. I think you had been going through um, a difficult time and, and God had reminded you of this and we were sitting outside talking and I was like, look, there's one. There's what and she goes. She goes. Look, Megan. There's a bird flying in the air. It's, it's beautiful and it's soaring. She goes, Kendra. That's vultures. <laughs> it's like, but I don't still, think, I don't think that's the goal. We don't want vir- vultures circling us. No, no. Nor do we want to be a vulture. But you know, Not they're still quite graceful. The right they're far enough they do away. Look pretty when they're just soaring. They do. But they're they do. creepy. Yeah, you know, yeah, I yeah. hit one the other day with my car. Are you serious? Did I tell you that? No. We were driving driving down McNeil and it like flew at my car and I hit it. I bet you almost and then wet your pants. <laughs> thank God I did not talk to Rachel. I did. It was terrible. Did not talk to Rachel until afterwards because uh-huh. you know Rachel and her stories. Yes. So I'm, it hits my car because if it had hit my windshield, I think it would have been traumatic for my entire family. Oh, I'm sure. Because all the kids were in the car. And so it hits me and it just flies away. Like, it just, <laughs> not like flies like with its wings, like ricochets right off my car. Okay. Because we hit it pretty hard. It did not survive. Uh-huh. So then I talked to Rachel later on, and Rachel's like, well, it's a good thing it didn't hit your windshield, because it would have come through your windshield, and then it would have thrown up everything it ate. Oh, I was like, thank you. Now I'm absolutely terrified of vultures. Thank you very much, Rachel. <laughs> Apparently it happened to her uncle. Oh, her and so her story. So anyways, not a vulture. Definitely not not that the, the place so that funny. God is calling us to with this um, yeah. this word. No, but, um, not at all. Yeah. It's hysterical. It's really... It's so funny. It's exciting, though, and I... Um, I, we both got to go have individual interviews. Interviews isn't really the right word. It's more like a discernment. A discern, yeah, like it a discernment like, discussion. Yeah, like a discernment meeting of the, whether or not this is the right timing for us, if this yeah. is the right calling for us, if this yeah. is where we're supposed to be with this prayer ministry, because it is a time commitment and is, everything yeah. else. And I think we both kind of walked into that, that meeting going, I think I'm being called, but I don't have any like concrete evidence of this. Yeah. Like, I don't feel like sounds it's fun. Sounds fun. <laughs> but it wasn't like one of those moments where I felt like my heart bursting out of my chest because God yeah. put this on my heart. Like it wasn't one of those. Um, but the meeting itself was just so spirit filled. And mm. I got to meet with uh, Deacon Dan Lupo in person. And then our friend Mary was on Zoom. And Deacon Dan Lupo has kind of grayish white hair, you know, salt and peppery. Mm-hmm. And um, and it was just this beautiful, spiritful conversation. Well, the very next day, I got a text message from my friend Jessica. And she said, hey, how are you doing? And Jessica, I mean, she maybe texts me once a year. It's not like we talk to text a lot. We just talk on social media and stuff. And she said, how are you doing? And I said, I'm good. But, you know, she said, I, I just want you to know I've been praying for you and your family. Um, God put it on my heart to pray for you. And I was like, oh, well, thank you. Because, you know, every time we do something new with the ministry or like mm-hmm. step out in faith, then I get these spiritual attacks. So I love yeah. your prayer. I just went to this meeting yesterday uh, for this new healing prayer ministry. And she said, I know. I saw it in my dream. Wow. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> Come again? What did you see in your dream? Yeah. And she said, I had a dream last night. And in my dream, Chad was in bed and he was sick. Mm. And the Lord said to me, don't worry about Chad. 
I'm taking care of him. He's going to be okay. Mm-hmm. And that the Lord hears my heart and he sees me. And then she said, and I had this vision that you were standing in a church and you were ministering over people with a man with white and gray hair. Wow. And I was like, I just had a meeting yesterday with a man with white and gray hair. And she said, no way, send me his picture. <laughs> so I did. And she was like, that's him. And it that's was just amazing. this really great moment. It was neat for her too, because she had been like praying for God yeah. to um, like strengthen her ability to hear him and see him. Yeah. And so it was like a big affirmation for her as well. Yeah. But it was a huge affirmation for me of like, yeah, like it's that's time amazing. to fly. Let's yeah. go. Yeah. And then when Chad did get sick with COVID, I don't know if that was the moment yeah. that he was talking about or not, but yeah. it gave me a lot of peace too of like, I don't have to... Yeah. I don't have to scurry around on the ground and try to control things. I can rest. Like right. He's going to be held, and it's right. going to be okay, and we're going to make it through this no matter what. Yeah. so That's amazing. I love that so much. Um, so this new season that we are embarking on, super excited. Um, we talked <laughs> – we might still be doing this. I don't know, but we um, – talked about you know because we haven't talked in a while yeah um <laughs> what are we doing <laughs> talked about um the eucharist mm. and um maybe not having every episode about the eucharist but really enlivening um people's hearts to the truth and beauty of christ's two presence in the eucharist mm-hmm. um and so we're going to be having some priest visit with Yay. us and it's going to be very very wonderful beautiful um well and the bishops met in yes the, in end of november i guess yeah beginning of december yeah. and they named the next three years as a eucharistic revival for yeah. the church and i, just, I love that word i was about to say that Ugh. i love the word revival yeah something about it just like it's like a stirring of the heart yeah and renewal like this outpouring yeah and 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 maybe that's what's going on right now in us like that's what we feel so, is like this yeah. feeling of revival like we kept saying you know, on that same podcast, we kept saying we've been praying for years for an outpouring of the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and I feel like that outpouring of the Holy Spirit is happening. It's coming. I see it. Mm-hmm. And then the more like I've felt that happen, the more I've noticed just that we don't recognize Jesus in the Eucharist as yeah. as as greatly as we should. Yeah. Um, and all of us, like even those of us that adore him and love him, like there's just if our little brains knew. Yeah. What was happening in mass. If we could see our Lord truly present on that altar mm-hmm. and the angels mm-hmm. surrounding and the saints surrounding and the mm-hmm. and the bowing and the honoring him, we would never leave that place. Yeah. <laughs> We'd live at the church. <laughs> totally. Yeah, definitely. Um and and so much more would come from that. Like I'm just reflecting on our conversation that we've had just the past twenty minutes and how Many people might be listening to this thinking, okay, they're crazy. Yeah. You know? We kind of have a lot to handle right now. Sorry about <laughs> we that. are. Um, this is what happens when we're apart for this long. Um, but I think so many in our world have, have been walking around with scales of their eyes, mm. only living according to what they can physically see and physically touch. And, yeah. um, and there's a whole nother spiritual realm that we are walking in the midst of, yeah. that we don't see, that, you know, we can't touch all of it, you know, but it's there. It's so mm. there. It's 100% there. And to be opened up to that in a deeper reality, I think would transform all our, our entire 
being, you know, Mm -hmm. because we would function out of that. We would function not just based on what we see and know to be true as logic, but we would function out of the power and mighty works of God and what he can do, knowing that he is for us and that he loves us and he's created us for good. And, um, yeah, so. That's so good. You know, I've been reading this, like, beginning of Genesis, Old Testament, Mm. and Job, and Mm -hmm. it's reminding me of, like, the way we see the world is not the way the world Mm. began or the way that, like, we were intended to see it in a lot of ways. And we have to kind of, like, undo some of these ideas of, like, needing concrete evidence and, like, just the faith that that they had back then and the way that God was so intertwined in their lives Mm -hmm. and just allowing that to take root in us now of like, I don't need physical evidence of every single thing. You can find physical evidence of the Eucharist. It's there, Yeah, but I don't need all that evidence. All I need is to know that I can trust God. Yeah. Um, So we have, uh, can we say their names? Yeah, why not? Let's do it. Uh, So tomorrow, tomorrow, we're recording tomorrow. We get to record with Father Will again, Mm -hmm. Father Will Rooney, who was on um, our Holy Week episode in the spring last year. One of my favorite episodes, You have such a good memory. Well, it was I was just going to say, he was on at some point. We talked about Holy Week. (laughs) That's true. So that kind of stuck out. Uh, But he was one of my favorite episodes. He, uh, Kendra has known him since he was just a young one. Yes. And a wee lad a wee in high lad school. And has uh, been a big part of his faith journey and into the priesthood. And he's just young and vibrant and mm-hmm. full of life and, and um, love for the Lord. And he's done our um, exposition of the Blessed Sacrament, the last two, yeah. um, his beloveds that we've had. Or, and that's been really fun. Yeah. And then we have Father Piega, Piega coming um, the week after that. And he is a pastor at St. Patrick's in Hutto, and it is just like that church. Every time I hear things about it all the time. Yeah. Like the spirit is moving, the families are coming. But not in an ordinary way. That's what I love. Like it's a totally an out-of-the-box evangelize for the way that fits this community. It's just so not textbook and so beautiful. Well, and it's like evangelization for the entire city. Yes. Not just yeah. for that parish. Yeah. Because it is the only Catholic church in that yeah. town, which is the cutest town ever. They have hippos everywhere. Yes. And Hutto hippos. They yeah. he it's like it's like his mission to mm-hmm. evangelize that city, which yeah. I love. Like Did I tell you that. that that he walks around in neighborhoods in his cassock just holding his rosary praying for people? Yes, praying, it's amazing. Like, just yeah. Yeah, so, so I'm super excited, and and we don't know him at all. Neither one yeah. of us do, but we feel just really drawn to his ministry. And actually, I'm speaking at his church next week um, on January 12th, if anybody wants to come. Exciting. It's an event called Acts 242, and they have confession and um, dinner and fellowship and a speaker and small groups, and they have it once a month. So I'm really excited. All are welcome for that, too. So we have him, and then we have... Father Charlie. Father Charlie Garza, who is the pastor of my new parish and is just an amazing man. Um, he's his, I don't even know how to describe Father I know, Charlie. I'm sitting here shaking my head like, uh, I don't even know what to say. He definitely yeah. has a healing charism. Um, yeah. And and I fully believe he healed Ella from her, mm. from her um, concussion. Yeah, her concussion that she yeah. had. And yeah. He's I, so deeply in tune with the Holy Spirit and... Yes. Prophetic and all the things. Yeah. So I'm just really excited to get to share it with you guys. Mm -hmm. And maybe more after that. We'll see who else we get. (laughs) Yes. But we just thought it would be fun to let priests tell you why they love the Eucharist. Um, Mm -hmm. Let them tell you 
their conversion stories, how they fell in love with the Lord and yeah, kick off our year that way. Yeah. Super exciting. So it's pretty cool, Megan. Um, When was it? Shortly before Christmas. So I started listening to Matt Frad's podcast, Hmm. Pints with Aquinas, and he had this young man on who was just, he was a convert, um, so smart, ridiculously smart. And he was just telling his story of conversion um, and going back to reading the church fathers and all this stuff and, and, you know, defending the papacy. And it was Mm. just insane. It was so cool. Um, And so that got me on to another podcast um, that's called, it's called The Cordial Catholic. Mm -hmm. And he's also a convert. And he has people on just explaining different facets of the faith. He's Canadian and he's like the sweetest guy, (laughs) sweetest sounding guy. I don't know. Um, And so then he had someone on about the early church fathers. And so mm. now I'm listening to a podcast that is strictly about the church fathers. Ooh. Oh, my, Megan. It That's is, fun. It's amazing. Um, it is so amazing. And so I feel like he's kind of prompting, the Lord's kind of prompting me with kind of filling my bucket in my heart with um, just the anchor of everything that we believe as mm. Catholics um, and where it goes back to. Yeah. And um, yeah, he was saying how St. John Henry Newman um, said that once you read church, the church fathers, you, you know, you'll, you'll never go back. Yeah. yeah. You will leave Protestantism and fully just. Yeah. Because how can you argue? Give, yeah. How yeah. can you argue it? They loved, they loved mama Mary. They mm-hmm. honored Jesus in the Eucharist. Mm-hmm. They truly believed he was truly present in the Eucharist. There was no, yeah. there was no question. And even the smallest thing that I, I didn't know this, um, how in the Catholic church we have a, what's called a closed communion where you have to go through the rite of Christian initiation and mm-hmm. that sort of thing to fully be aware of what you're receiving before mm-hmm. you receive the Eucharist. Um, so that's why if you aren't Catholic and you go into the Catholic church, we ask that you cross your arms over your chest to go up and receive a blessing. You can't receive the host. Mm-hmm. Um, that's how they practiced mm-hmm. in the very beginnings of the church. Wow. I didn't know that. I didn't know that either. Um, and, and not to say like, it's just, we, we have this righteous reasoning to do it. You know, it's, there's reasoning behind it and there's yeah. some truth behind it that we need to go back and search. Cause I know that that's, that's been a, a turnoff point for some people. And yeah. I understand like just feeling excluded and, um, and I, I completely get that. Um, but there's reasoning behind it that goes yeah. all the way back to the first century Christians. So it's pretty cool. Oh, anyway, I'm excited. Yeah, me too. Well, and I just feel like there's so much depth to understanding who Jesus is in the Eucharist Mm -hmm. and how the church um, was founded that way and Mm -hmm. why we believe what we believe and when that changed with other denominations and why it changed and all of that because so many Catholics walk away from the Catholic Church because they don't know that Jesus is truly present in the Eucharist. They don't know. They may have heard it at some point, but they don't truly know, Mm -hmm. and they haven't really encountered him. I think the encounter encounter piece is huge. Oh, my gosh. That was in my head, too. Yeah. Yeah, because when you encounter him in the Blessed Sacrament, then you know. Yeah. Then it doesn't matter what people say, and you don't have to have hard and fast evidence because you've experienced him, and you can feel his presence, and you know he's there. And the hurts that you experience within – I mean, every church has – hurts and it's, it's people that are working in the church buildings. And right. so, you know, being married to a youth minister of who knows how long, um, I witnessed him getting hurt by people that he worked mm-hmm. with and that's just part of it, but that's not the church. No. And so, um, to walk away 
from that is is to walk away from Jesus fully present. Um, so just, I don't know where I was going with that, but just to detach from that, like. Yeah. Because yeah. if you know that he's truly present, then you'll never want to walk away. Yeah. 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 And to not let what a person does be the reflection of who Jesus is. Right. Because that's not, that's not right. the same thing. The person and it is never not will the church. Be. Yeah. yeah. The church is not the people. Yeah. It's, it's who Jesus, it's Jesus. And he founded it. Yeah. So, whew, okay. We can talk about this all day. But I know. <laughs> um, I'm excited. Yay. I, Me too. Y'all are going to have to kind of hold us accountable with this whole, like, Fiat 90 thing. I feel uh-huh. like we had to say it on the Come join us. podcast. <laughs> yeah, we, you can still join us. Um, if you want some info, let us know. Um, but, yeah, I feel like we need to say it out loud so that we, like, have yeah. accountability. Like, now we can't back out. Yeah, that's true. It has Chris, last night he sat down. He was like, um... You're, you're, what he called it? He called it something funny. I don't know. Um, your desert starts on January 12th. Come sit and have some sugar with me. <laughs> I do feel like I've been doing that. Like, I know. We need to get it's this like, desserts out of my house. Right? <laughs> we got to eat it all now so that we're not tempted for the next like, This days. is probably not the way to start no, it, though. probably not. Like, probably not. To, to, like, make myself more addicted to sugar right before I take right. it out is probably not the best way to yeah. go about this. Yeah. That's but, okay. Okay. It's been a nice ease in, though, because I've already started the prayer part. So, oh, good. Yeah. yeah. So then by next week, we'll yes. get everything going. Yes. It'll be good. That'll be good. All right, guys. Yay. Well, we are excited to journey with you guys. We always love hearing from you. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think there was a big response to Esther's podcast. That was one of yeah. our biggest episodes. I didn't told yeah. you that, Kendra. Um, everybody loves Esther. Yeah. And uh, so if you're enjoying this, share it with a friend. Yeah. Help us get the word out and yeah. come to our events. We're in the planning process of a couple more. Well, we're about yes. to start the planning process. Let's yes. Be yes. We talked about it I yesterday in the front yard. <laughs> 20 different things yesterday you know it's time it's time so yeah so stay in the loop um and pray for us and just know that we are definitely praying for you and we do this um just out of love for you um so yeah until next time all right bye guys bye